welcome to the history of the Batman with London, brought to you by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. This is where we relive the defining moments of one of the most iconic figures of art and literature, the Batman. My name is Mason Booker, and as always, I'm joined by London. From the shadows, maybe he'll say something, maybe he won't, we don't know. We are joined by Shadow Adam. History of the Batman is produced and engineered by me, Mason Booker. Adam Silverstein has gone. He has left the building, embarked onto a new life in the glories of the Swiss countryside. We wish him well with his pools of chocolate and Swiss cheese and <laughs> offshore bank accounts. But he will be back on occasion, so do not fear for the loss of his smooth, mellow vocal cords. London! How are you? I'm awesome today. It's yes. been a very good week weekend for me. Yeah. Yes. I I I think I know a little of that. I think you do too. What happened? <laughs> well, it's, this will come out later, of course. But yesterday, you joined myself and Shadow Adam, and we went to see Star Trek in concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, which, which was. Amazing. Amazing. Yes, the L.A. Philharmonic performed all of the score to the film. Yeah, basically, for those of you who were unable to attend, and I pity you because it was this <laughs> mind-blowing event. It was uh, amazing. They, they had a large screen that they projected the film onto, and the film had the dialogue and the sound effects, but the score, the musical track, had been removed. And then on the stage below it was the L.A. Philharmonic Orchestra complete with choir that they then had the composer come out who was also the conductor and he conducted the live score to the film as it played and i have to tell you it was astounding it, it was, was mind-blowing it was amazing yeah great way to see the movie <laughs> fantastic really brought more attention to the music and how beautiful it was yes and the fact that it was performed live this is my new favorite way to see a film <laughs> Right, because you def like like you said, you can definitely notice the music more. Because for me, it's just I mean, it's background, of course. But then right. once you're there and you hear how they play it, and you're comparing that with the film, mm -hmm. it makes it even more epic. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's it was it was a, a treat. Epic. And in the few rows in front of us, <laughs> right? Yeah, we had super treats. Yes, George Takei was sitting a few seats in front of us. Amazing, which was great. And since Shadow Adam and I, we did very minor cosplay. <laughs> uh, you guys were there. You were yeah, in uniform. We, we were. We were. Yeah, in I wouldn't uniform. call it minor. I don't know. I, I know people go. I mean, you so were full on. Sure. I mean, you weren't it. screen accurate, <laughs> but you you invoked the spirit. Right. Like, there right. was no doubt what who you were supposed to be. Right. And and I and and he liked it and so we even got a picture with him and it was great to meet him and Shadow Adam is a huge trekkie for those huge. just uh, who haven't listened to the other episodes that he's been on so he was very excited that was definitely the high, one of the highlights of his life I'm sure yeah, he was glowing when <laughs> he, he was came so back happy. he he, called, he hopped right on the phone I got to call people I know I he called his people dad like he was so excited yeah it was intense but yeah. you know go him man yeah. live the dream you're in LA Right. So it was it was pretty amazing. So yeah, I've been I've been pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. No, yeah. it sounds good. And I'm gonna tell you that there's even more reason for celebration because yes. London 
This is the 50th episode what? of we History of the Batman with London. We've done 50 shows. I, it doesn't even feel like 50 shows. I know. It, it feels <laughs> only yesterday you came in and we were sitting down talking about where should we put the mic. But yes, it's actually here we are 50 shows later. Crazy. crazy. Longest is. running show on the network. Woohoo. Highest rated show on the network. Woohoo. You're great. This is it. <laughs> Yes, so this we are celebrating. How are we celebrating? Well, I thought since this is the 50th episode, I would do a fun kind of uh, fast, uh, I guess, rundown list with you of 50 Batman stories that fans should 50. read. 50, yes. And no, I'm not <laughs> going to rant on each one because we would be here for hours and hours I mean, on I'm end. Going to tell, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> in the past, London, when you have done top 10s, it's been a 50-50 shot about whether or not we have to right. split it into two episodes. <laughs> so I will tell you what, in an effort to keep you honest... Yes. I'm going to get out my trusty stopwatch here. Okay. And each story that you want to talk about, you get, what do you want, one minute or 45 seconds? Um, Let's try 45 seconds. 45. I really like, You're going to do it. I'm going to try my best. This is going to be amazing. I don't want to split it into two because it wouldn't be no, 50. No. It this needs is... to be in this episode, but I don't want to bore you guys. No, no. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. I'm going to go gonna and I'm going to count. I'm going to count you out. One, and then you go. And I'm starting <laughs> the clock. And when it hits 45, whether you are done or when not. I'm done or not. <laughs> two, you know. But here's the thing. If you finish early, mm-hmm. if you're like, whatever. Yeah, like, I did it. I you, said what do I had it. to say. You just be like, done. And then I'm going to, okay. that'll be a point on you. <laughs> and we're going to see if you can do it and how, how good you're going to get. And Shadow Adam's going to keep score. Yes. When, when, when he's, he's able to. Here. <laughs> well, he's I just com- realized he's, he's not in the he's studio coming right back. now. He he's- is coming back. We have another guest here that won't say anything. Oh, that's right. Do yes. you want to put him on the mic? Oh no, he'll he'll sniff it. My dog Gohan is here. It's his first time at Meltdown. First time. And by the way, don't you get a discount if you bring your dogs to Meltdown? Isn't that a thing? If you bring your dog to Meltdown, you get ten percent off your purchase. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that's yeah, a thing. that's probably a thing. But I'll tell you what, they're very dog friendly. They here. are super dog friendly, and they have <laughs> dogs of Meltdown on their Instagram. But I'll tell you what, yes. you can also just say, "History of the Batman rocks." And right. or London rocks, and you get 10% off. Yes. Those are not cumulative. You don't no. get 10 yeah. for the dog and that. But Right. So if you do one. come in the store and you hear this just and you're making a purchase, say London rocks. Yeah, right? London rocks. And or History you, of the Batman rocks. Or History of the Batman rocks. Either one of those, and you get 10% off because that is a gift for you awesome listeners for tuning in yes. each week. Indeed. Because <laughs> we are very appreciative of that, of course. And in an effort to pad a little bit before Shadow Adam gets back, we'll get this out of the way. London, yes. do you like my t-shirt? <gasps> yes, I do. I think I have that t-shirt too. I think you do because <laughs> it's a Loot Crate t-shirt. Yeah. Yes. I am stylishly rocking the <laughs> David Bowie Lab- Labyrinth yeah. t-shirt that is yeah. only available, I guess, at Loot Crate. Yeah, I think it's an exclusive. I haven't, I mean... Where would you get it? I, I, I have it. never seen it. I've never seen else. it until it came in the Luke K yeah. box. So, so I think it's pretty amazing. It's got all the labyrinth characters. It's mm-hmm. got Jennifer Connelly and and all the Muppets and well, they're not Muppets, but the, <laughs> the Jim Henson workshop creatures, right? Ludo and yeah. Who's the dog that rides the dog? 
I remember the dog. His name is Ambrosius, I but I forget the knight. Anyway, he, he is my favorite character. <laughs> anyway, and the goblins and stuff. If you would like stylish apparel such as this, you should check out Loot Crate, lootcrate.com, where for basically less than $20 a month, yeah. you get six to eight items of apparel and custom stuff and specialty nerd geek items. Basically, 45 to $85 value or more on occasion for less than 20 bucks a month. And as a special treat and thank you to the History of the Batman listeners, you can go to www.lootcrate.com forward slash H-O-T-B. Which is History of the Batman. Exactly. <laughs> and then you input your little promo code H-O-T-B-3, the number three, and you will get $3 off any new subscription. And with that, you can enjoy the glories of nerddom. It's like Comic-Con in a box. It's basically, <laughs> every time you open it, it's new, crazy, awesome stuff. Yes. Like a Labyrinth t-shirt, if you yes. like Labyrinth, which I do. Right. And David Bowie. Yes, and sometimes you get awesome, exclusive Funkos, and I am a huge Funko fan. Huge. So, it's a surprise in every box, like you said. So, and it changes every month. Yes, every it month does. Is, it's a new theme. Yeah. Each month. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. So we're ready. We're going to do this. Are you ready? I am as ready as I'll ever be. All right. I have. Yep. I'm. All right. So. All right. I'm going to start the timer. <laughs> All right, London. And one. Okay. So before we start, it's in Wait. chronological order. No, How no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's good. It's good. I okay. just want to say it's in chronological order. It's not like top. 50 or anything okay, like that. Okay, so this is just in the order they came out. Yes. All right. These are 50. Okay, so the first one, of course, is Detective Comics 27. It came out exactly on March 30th, 1939. Of course, it's the debut of Bruce Wayne and Batman and Commissioner Gordon, and it's a Bob Kane, Bill Finger story. It's the case of the Chemical Syndicate, and you get your first look at Batman. If you are a Batman fan, this is the story to read because it's the first time we really see him in a full story. So, of course, that had to be in our top uh, 50 stories and yeah i mean that's that's what i got to say about that so i'm done all right two <laughs> the next one is detective comics 38 from april 1940 and that's a bob kane bill finger and jerry robinson story and it is robin the boy wonder and this is an important comic because it is the debut of dick grayson and robin and it's the start or the unofficial start of the batman family so if you are a robin fan reading this first comic is crucial and essential to your batman collection and i'm done Three. (laughs) Number three is, oh, Batman number one, spring of 1940. Um, It's the first issue of the Batman publication. Um, It has the debut of Joker and Catwoman. It has a story, The Joker, Joker Returns, and The Cat. And it is Bob Kane, Bill Finger, Sheldon Moldoff. And we see villains, like I said, like Joker, Catwoman, uh, Hugo Strange. And it is the true development of the rogues gallery that we love today. And it's the first issue of Batman. Very iconic. Done. Oh, next four. (laughs) Uh, We're going into the 50s. We're still in the golden age of comics. Uh, We have Detective Comics 168 from February 1951. It is a Bill Finger, Wynn Mortimer, and George Rousseau story. It is the man behind the Red Hood. And it is the first time we get an origin for the Joker. And, of course, we'll see this on later on the list where there's a reimagining of the Red Hood story. But And we talked about it in our last episode or two episodes ago. And, yes, it is, if you love the Joker, this is a 
great Joker story to see him falling into the vat for the first time and transforming into the clown prince of crime. Done. Oh, man. <laughs> Five. I'm going, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. you're going. Five. <laughs> um, Detective Comics 359. So we're in the 60s. We're into the Silver Age. And this is... Uh, the first appearance of Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, and it is it was in January 1967. This is before she debuted on the 1966 Batman TV series with Adam West and Burt Ward. Yvonne Craig was Batgirl, oh, so and good. this is a Gardner Fox and Carmine Infantino story. Of course, Infantino is one of my favorite artists. Just amazing. So the million dollar debut of Batgirl is a great story, and they reinvented the character Batgirl for this new age. The height of feminism and she's just a great role model for girls and she stands toe to toe with Batman and Robin. She's awesome. Next. Yes. Okay. Six. I was good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this arc uh, is titled Tales of the Demon. It has Detective Comics 411 and then Batman 232, 235, 240, 242 to 244. It's in 1971. It's Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams. And they introduced the characters uh, Raz Al Ghul and Talia Al Ghul. Yeah, let that slide. Uh, yes. Uh, but these are great stories. And we Talia. really. Yes, Talia. Yes, beloved. And mm. we get to see Raz for the first time. And he is one of Batman's greatest enemies. And these stories are just iconic. Neil Adams' art is amazing. O'Neill's writing is incredible. And this is an arc you read and it's all collected and tells of the demon came out in 1990 you should get it okay done uh, next <laughs> uh seven Yes. Uh, Batman 251 is iconic. Joker's five-way revenge. Everyone has probably seen that Neil Adams cover with Joker holding, large Joker holding the big Joker card. Uh, came out September 1973. And this is an important issue because Joker went away from becoming that gimmick character due to the Comics Code Authority. He wasn't all joking. Now he's this just psychotic murderer. He just kills people. And he's the dark Joker that we know in comics today. And he was reinvented in the 70s by Dennis O'Neill, Neil Adams, that creative team, and he brought Joker back to his own gothic, dark self in this issue. So that's Batman 251. And I'm done. Go. Oh, yeah. man. I'm going. You're kicking it. I Next. Uh, eight. <laughs> yes, eight, yes. This is Detective Comics 457. It came out uh, March 1976. It is another Dennis O'Neill story. Uh, Dick Giordano did the art, and it is called There's No Hope in Crime Alley. This is an important issue because it's the debut of Crime Alley itself, or naming the place where Batman's parents were murdered when he was young. And it's also an introduction to Leslie Tompkins, who is a huge character in Batman's life. And yes, the art is amazing. The cover is really iconic as well. I am excitedly have it in my collection. It's a great story because crime alley of course is important and i'm done nine <laughs> um we are in uh detective comics it's issues 469 to 479 and it's from 1977 and this collection is called strange apparitions and it is a steve Englehart and marshall rogers a great creative team in the 70s and this has multiple stories including the arc involves the introduction to silver saint cloud who becomes one of batman or bruce wayne's greatest love interests, and she's even one of the few to discover who bruce wayne's secret identity is as batman and also in issue 475 you get the iconic story 
Laughing Fish with Joker, which was made into an animated series episode, so I'm sure you're familiar with that. It was a really good one. Yes, it was. And Engelhardt is great, and Strange Apparitions is a great Bronze Age story arc. Next! Yes. Ten. It's fine. (laughs) Um, The next one we have is, oh, Batman 291, sorry, to 294. Uh, It's David uh, Reed's story. It's 1977, and this arc is, uh, where were you on the night Batman was killed? It has been an inspiration for animated series episodes like Trial and Almost Got Him, where there are different rogues that say how they killed Batman because in these stories, Batman is seemingly dead. And so they all go to trial and give their own take on how they took down the Batman. It's a great story. Um, 291's iconic cover. It's Jim Aparo, and it has all of the villains looking at Batman's great. Next, it's, 11. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, the next one is a DC special series uh, number 15. That's from June 1978. Another Dennis O'Neill, Marshall Rogers story. Uh, it's uh, Death Strikes and Midnight and Three. It's more, I love this story because it's kind of a prose style story. You don't really see it in comics anymore. Um, the There's not word bubbles in it. It's just kind of like almost paragraphs around the panels. Uh, Marshall Rogers is still a great story. Tell, I mean, um, great artist. Dennis O'Neill's a great story. And yeah, it's just visually stunning. I think it's a great story, so you should check it out. I think it's underrated, definitely. Um, I'm done. Yeah. Next. Uh, uh, are we 12? Yes, 12. 12. Okay. So um, this uh, is... Jerry Conway's first Batman story, actually. Um, it's in 1981, and it's, it has several issues in Batman Detective Comics. It's titled, uh, like, Rupert Thorne's Saga. We're introduced to that character. Um, it's a huge return to Vicki Vale, who was a Golden Age character. Uh, Vicki Vale. Yes, and um, even now we kind of see Batman and Robin kind of have a little clash because this is when... Dick Grayson's going to start turning into Nightwing, and it's kind of an emotional take on it, so you kind of see that happening. But yeah, Batman 339 to 346, 348 to 356, and in Detective Comics, 507 to 512, uh, 514 to 522. I'm sure that's all collected in a Rupert Thorne, if you look that up, and it's trade back. Great story, great early 80s arc, and yes, I'm done. 13. Okay, we are on uh, the autobiography of Bruce Wayne. That's in Brave and the Bold, uh, number 197 from April 1983. It's an Alan Brennert story. And in this story, it's a flash to like Earth One Batman. It's like set in the 50s, like 1955. And it actually is a great Batman and Catwoman story if you are a, if you ship them, if you are a fan of those two. And yes, they eventually get married in the story. But you see how their relationship comes together, how they see that they're equal and that they share the same type of tragedy and things like that. Great Batman Catwoman story. Earth One, awesome. Yes, if you ship them, you should read it. Grow. Done. Go. 14. Yes. Uh, 14. Oh, of course. 14 is Batman the Dark Knight Returns. It's four issues. Oh, so good. Yes. <laughs> 1986. Uh, Frank Miller, Klaus Janssen. We've talked a lot about this story on the show, but of course, you know, it's alternate future where Bruce Wayne is an, an older Bruce Wayne and he returns to the Cape and the Cow once there's a threat by the mutant gang. And then, of course, he has that epic fight with Superman that's based or you saw it in Batman v Superman. Iconic arc all around. Everyone should read it And if you're a Batman fan. Yes, definitely I recommend it as always. Okay, done. 15. 
15 is um, a arc called Batman the Cult. It's a Jim Starlin book. Uh, it came out in 1986 as well. Um, I actually discussed this in a far episode, The Myth of the Batman God Complex, because he is uh, taken hostage underground and he's drugged and he's turned in, in this cult and he becomes violent and even kills a person or two. And it's a very kind of dark story, but you see Batman kind of taken over and he doesn't have control. And it's a, it's a really great story and bernie wrightson's art is incredible yes good done uh 16 <laughs> um batman year one another frank miller story so good 1987 um, it's in batman 404 to 407 and david Monticelli does the art uh, it's a modern take on the origin of batman uh since we're in post-crisis now it updated the origin story that we saw in 1939 and several and several other issues um great for first-time readers of batman wanting to really get into batman definitely an essential story and yes it's in 404 to 407 Great arc. Okay, done. Man, 17. <laughs> oh, wait, 16? No, 17. 17. Yes. Go. Um, it is Batman, Son of the Demon. It is a Mike W. Barr story. And this one, even though it's retconned now. Um, retconned horribly. <laughs> horribly. Yes, um, but Sorry. it is a Batman Talia story. And this is an important story because Batman and Talia, um, they conceive in, and Talia. In love. Uh, yes, in love, in, not Due to drug right. rapage. This was all consensual. We can explain that later. Yes. But, um, yes, and in this story, Talia has a baby, um, but Bruce doesn't know. And since this was in 1987, this was kind of retconned. But later, this baby will be Damian Wayne, which we will, which come, he is back in 2006. So, yes, Son of the Doom and great one arc, um, one issue. It's awesome. 18. Okay. Yes. Um, Batman, The Killing Joke, one of my favorites, of course. Uh, Alan Moore, Brian Bolin, 1988. Uh, it is a retelling of the Red Hood story that was in our list earlier. And, of course, it is um, important because Joker shoots Barbara Gordon and she is paralyzed. And so she cannot be the character Batgirl anymore. So it is important for Joker's background and Barbara Gordon because after this event, she turns into the character Oracle. And, yes, it's an amazing one shot. The movie is coming out in a, in like I think next week when yeah, this comes I out. Wanna, I yes, see it. very excited. Yes, Killing Joke, essential. Definitely read it. Done. All all original all. voice cast. Yes, Mark right. Hamill, Kevin Conroy. Right. So next. Amazing. Yes. Nineteen. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we are on Batman: Death in the Family, which comes right after Killing Joke. It's a Jim Starlin arc. Um, it's four issues, 1989. This is important because the death of Jason Todd happens by the Joker. So of course, this makes Batman and Joker's relationship very personal because after harming Barbara and then killing Jason Todd, who was the second. Robin. So it's the first time a major character was killed and he does not come back for at least a decade. It is a big deal. And yes, it's a great story. Jim Apparel art, amazing, very essential, iconic in American comic book history. It's great. You should read it. Yes. Dad. Man, 20. I'm trying. I'm you're, trying. You're succeeding. <laughs> Okay, next one is a one-shot, one of my favorites. It is Arkham Asylum, A Serious House on Serious Earths. came out in 1989. It is a Grant Morrison and Dave McKean story. The art is amazing. It's almost a psychological thriller of sorts. You see Batman having to go to Arkham Asylum, and not only does he deal with characters like the Joker, but you always still see Two-Face and Mad Hatter, and in this kind of really like psychedelic 
way. It's a, the art is amazing. The story is amazing. This is one of I think this is Grant Morrison's first Batman story. So we'll have a lot more of Grant Morrison in the book. But it's a great one shot. I think it had the 25th anniversary not too long ago. It's great, and you should read it if you haven't. Next, 21. Okay. Um, this is important because it's the first Elseworlds story, and it's a Batman book. It is Batman Gotham by Gaslight. came out in 1989. It is a Brian Augustine and Mike Mignola story, and it is set in the Victorian period. It is when Batman is trying to hunt down a Jack Ripper-type uh, character who is murdering young women within this setting of Gotham. And yes, I love the art. I love the period piece. And Elseworlds are amazing. This kicked off a really great uh, publication. So Gotham by Gaslight, definitely should read it. Okay, done. Mm, 22. 22. We have A Lonely Place of Dying. This was crossed in Batman and New Titans book. Um, It's a Marv Wolfman, George Perez, Jim Aparo. And this is important because it's the debut of Tim Drake and his introduction into the Batman mythos and when he becomes the third Robin. Um, It's in Batman 440 to 442 and New Titans 60 and 61. Yes, Lonely Place of Dying. Great story, and Tim Drake is introduced, which is a lot of people's favorite Robin. Okay, done. Oh, 23. 23. Uh, Batman and Dracula Red Rain, which is one of my personal favorites. Oh, this is Kelly Jones. Yes, Kelly Jones and Doug Mensch, and it came out in 1991, and it is in Elseworlds, and we see the vampire Batman, and of course, we've had an interview with Kelly Jones before, and he has the very haunting, dramatic Batman, and the tall ears, and just everything's draping. It's amazing. And yes, if you want to see vampire Batman, Batman probably at his most scary type of Batman. You should read it. And also Crimson Mist and all of those things. And yes, it's great. Elseworlds came out in 1991. Red Rain is the first one. It's three book series. Okay, done. Yes. What are we at? 23? 24. 24. Go. Yes. Okay. Uh, Batman Venom. We talked about this actually in the last episode. It is a Legends of the Dark Knight book. Um, and it is a Dennis O'Neill. And it came out in 1993. And this is when Batman starts taking the um, enhancement drug Venom. And he becomes addicted to it. And so he has to lock himself in the Batcave, overcome this addiction. And it just shows how human uh, Batman is. Uh, it shows that he's human he has weaknesses but he overcomes them and i think this is a great story for people who love batman for the fact that he doesn't have superpowers and he is a human just like you and me very relatable batman venom and it is a um, start for bane bane uses the venom comes out later that year and yes great legend of the dark knight tale yes batman venom 25 okay um the batman adventures number 12 which came out later in 1993 and that's important because this is the first time harley quinn is in the comic book medium period and she first was introduced a year before in Batman animated series in the episode Joker's Favor. And yes, it's a fun story. It has Batgirl and Poison Ivy. But yes, if you love Harley Quinn and you're a huge fan, you should, if you can, get this comic, read it because it's the first time she's ever in comic books. Okay, done. How big of a part did she play? She played a pretty big role, actually. <laughs> All right, 26. Yes, okay, 26. Um, it is the Batman Nightfall story, which was, of course, crossed over in several arcs. came out in 1983, 1994. It was in Batman. It was in Shadow of the Bat, Catwoman, Detective Comics, um, Legends of the Dark Knight, Robin. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some. Showcase 93, and I think one or two issues in Justice League Task Force. Um, but, yes, this is important because we see the villain Bane trying to systematically – 
take down Batman um, physically, mentally, and eventually in the climax, he is his back. Is, um, Bane breaks Batman's back, and then we have Azrael as a new Batman, and this is the first time a major character has really defeated Batman, and it is an iconic story, one of my favorites, the first comic I ever read. So yes, I definitely twenty-seven. It. Okay, um, the next one is the Batman Adventures Mad Love. It is a Paul Dini Bruce Tim one shot, uh, February nineteen ninety-four, and this is the origin story of Harley Quinn. Um, and you, and the, of course, later on in 1999, this is the main animated series episode. But like I said, if you are a Harley Quinn fan, you get to see how she became, how Harley Quinn cell became Harley Quinn, the dynamic she has with Joker, and that whole relationship. So get definitely mad love. It is amazing. Hopefully, we'll see some of that in the Suicide Squad movie that's coming out in a couple weeks. Okay, done. 28. Uh, 28 is Going Sane. It's one of my favorites, and it's another story that we talked about in the Legends of the Dark Knight episode, which is um, the issues are 65 to 68. Um, it's a J.M. DeMattis um, story, and this is seeing what Joker does when he thinks Batman is dead. Batman's not around, and he becomes Joseph Carr. He becomes a regular person. He has a job and a girlfriend, and he doesn't see the need to be Joker anymore. So it's a great story if you want to see the Batman-Joker dynamic, how they feed off each other to be their good and evil personas. Okay, done. Man, 29. Um, this is a story in Batman Black and White. Um, number one, actually. It's the first issue of that run. It came out in June 1996. It is a Bruce Timm story. Love Bruce Timm. And it is two of a kind. If you love Two-Face, I definitely recommend this story. You kind of see Two-Face trying to rehabilitate himself, and then he gets wound up in this crazy love affair. And there's, yes, drama and violence. And you really see Two-Face struggling with his own um Split psyche and persona. It's a great story, two of a kind. It's in the first issue of Batman Black and White. I def I recommend it highly. Okay, done. Thirty. Um, Batman The Long Halloween. I know a lot of you have read it, and if you haven't, you should. It's a 13-issue arc. I should. You should, Mason. <laughs> it came I out know. end of 96 and then all of 1997. It's Jeff Loeb and Tim Sell, one of my favorite creative teams ever. And, yes, it is a great story. You see villains. You see a great relationship between Batman and Catwoman or Selina Kyle. And, yes, it's amazing. If you love holidays, it's great. And it's it's just a great saga. I won't spoil it, but, yes, definitely recommend It's Essential. Yes, I definitely recommend How Long Halloween is amazing. Okay, done. 31. Uh, 31 is your favorite Mason is Batman No Man's Land. No Man's Land. There's so many crossovers Love with it. that story. It's my Came, favorite. Yes, it's amazing. Came out uh, 1999. And of course, this is when Bat or Gotham City has suffered a huge disaster from the earthquake. And you focus on the Batman family and how they, can, how they have to handle the villains running rampant and trying to take territories. And you even look at the Gothamites that are still... Yeah, the government on, essentially yes. abandons yes. Gotham City. Yes, and so it becomes... Annexed from the exactly. states. Sorry, I'm cutting into your time. No, this is your favorite. You should. Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> and it. And we will We're do... going to have a, yes. a two-parter We are. We are definitely going to have a No Man's Land series and really dig deep. Uh, but next? Yes, yes next. Okay. Um, Batman Ego. It is a Darwin Cook story. It is one of my favorites. I love Darwin Cook, the late Darwin He's Cook. Yes, we discussed that in our Darwin Cook retrospect episode and it came out in August of 2000 and essentially you get to see Batman and Bruce Wayne talk to each other and discuss just everything why he's Batman does it does it work why he fights the way he does and just you really get deep inside of Batman's psyche in this book so if you are interested in the psych 
of Batman. This is a great book, and the art is amazing because it's Darwin Cook. And yes, I definitely recommend it. Okay, done. I also I'm going to take this few seconds to say I I want to read it. Yes, it looks amazing. Definitely. All right, what number are we at? Uh, thirty-three. I thought we were thirty-two. I'm a, I have 33. All right, 33. Go. <laughs> I have it numbered. Okay. Um, this one is it's a lot of parts, but it's Batman Fugitive. It came out in 2000. Um, it first started with Batman Murderer, or that first arc, and then Batman Fugitive. It's when Batman is accused of murder, and it's a it's a great story. It started just now, <laughs> or he was set up, I suppose. Oh. Um, but yes, it starts in the Batman. Um, 10 cent adventure and it's a lot of different crossovers but it's a great arc i think and it's collected so if you were looking for it um it's easy to get it's i definitely recommend it it's a great story has a lot of the batman family in it so yeah and you get to see bruce wayne a lot which is great <laughs> i always think okay yeah so you should go read it it's a great story yes done 33 no 34 34 yes. <laughs> okay um jla tower of babel even though it has it's a Justice League story. Um, Batman, One of, of the course. Justice League stuff is really good. Oh yes, did you ever see the nail? Yes, that was great. That is a great story. That, did you ever see? Did you ever read the nail? <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. All right, go, go. Okay, yeah. Tower of Babel. It's a Mark Wade and Howard Porter um, arc. It came out in two thousand. And if you've seen the animated film Justice League Doom, this um, that film was based off of this arc. And of course, Batman has made contingency plans for the Justice League, but um, Ray. I'll give that to you, Mason. Uh-huh. Ra's al Ghul um, gets them, and he tries to take out the Justice League. And so there's a lot of trust that's misplaced between Batman and— 35. A, yes. It's a great story, though. Okay. Um, Batman Hush. Jeff Loeb. Jim Lee. We've oh, talked about this. Everybody talks yes. about Hush. Um, it's Long a, Halloween introduced Hush. Yeah. Well, no. Um, Hush. Batman Hush introduced Hush. Oh. But he's in Long Halloween. All right, I'm wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yes, but Hush is a very popular character, Extremely. and it's because he was introduced in this story. It was in Batman 608 to 619. Um, I've mentioned this before. Great view of the rogues gallery. We get to introduce to this new character. Um, a great way to look at Batman and Catwoman's relationship, uh, since a lot of people like it. And yes, it is a great Psh, modern classic. Ah! Uh, he loves Talia. I love Talia. Yes, but of course, everyone should read Batman Hush if you can. It's a great arc. Next. Okay. Uh, Batman War Games. Uh, it was between 2004 and 2005. This is when we see the um, Batgirl, uh, Stephanie Brown, briefly. She actually just uh, was fired, I suppose, by Batman because she wasn't a, a great Batgirl, I suppose. But then when she tries to help him, it turns into all-out war and eventually... Stephanie Brown is captured and she's actually tortured and in this arc she dies and so it is actually a great uh, it's a great story um, especially if you want to learn more about the different Robins even if they're minor um, War Games is a great arc to read so yes you, it's trade paperback you can get it okay done yeah alright 37 um, Batman Under the Hood it came out 2005-2006 uh, Judd Winnick uh, wrote it and it is the I guess suppose reintroduction of Jason Todd and his new persona as the Red Hood um, if you've seen the 2010 animated film Batman Under the Red Hood this is largely based um, well that film is largely based on this and also Death in the Family and yes it is a reintroduction of Jason Todd and you get to learn how he came back and everything like that and it's great and I definitely recommend it Judge Winnick is awesome okay uh, number 38 38 I believe okay 
Um, this is actually Mason's choice, uh, Batman Year 100. Yeah. And it is a Paul Pope book. came out in 2006. It's four issues, a limited series, and we see Batman in this um, alternate future. Weird, dystopian. Yes. yes. So interesting, though. It is. And Paul Pope is amazing, and I definitely recommend it. Yes, it's futuristic, and it's not in continuity, but it's great. And I, you don't even know if Batman's Batman. Right, exactly. A lot of mystery behind it, and yes, you can see the tech of the time and where Gotham City is. And Everybody yes, loves a good mystery. Definitely. So yes, Batman Year 100, definitely recommend that. Paul Pope is amazing. Okay, um, 39. 39. Yeah. Okay, um, Batman and Son. Um, remember we talked about Son of the Demon? Well, yes. Damien is here now. Yeah. Grant Morrison reintroduced him into the mythology. Except and it's like Batman didn't want to be with Talia. Right, that was retcon. Of course, we learned that Batman horrible. was drugged and Talia essentially raped him. Get that him man in here. In I want to talk with him. He's so, here at Meltdown all the time. Let's, <laughs> let's have a chat. I know. Yes, if he comes, definitely have to talk about him. Yes, but that's in Batman 655 to 658. And yes, you're introduced to Damian Wayne. Um, you're introduced to his son, and that is major since he is the Robin now. And yes, Batman and Son, 2006, Grant Morrison, Andy Cooper did the art. Amazing. Yes, you should definitely read it, especially if you like Damian Wayne. Okay, done. 39. Uh, 40. No, 40. 40. Do it. 40. <laughs> um, okay, it, Batman R.I.P. series that came out in 2008. Um, of course, the Batman and Son really started Grant Morrison's run. So this is another Grant Morrison arc. He did it with Tony S. Daniel, Daniel as uh, the artist. And, of course, the covers to this series is by Alex Ross, which is incredible. They're so beautiful. Um, essentially, Batman is fighting the Black Glove organization. But it's a start to the setup for the next, actually, um, story we're going to talk about. It all ties in. Um, so I'm kind of done with that. And we're on 41. 41. And it's, in, and it's Final Crisis, which involves the entire Justice League for this. But uh, it came out 2008, 2009. And it's another Grant Morrison. But J.G. Um, Jones is on it as well. And it's seven-issue limited series. But in issue six, it's when Batman fights Darkseid. And essentially, he dies within the comics. And, of course, the last panel is... Uh, Superman holding his kind of charred corpse, and he's sad, and it's very stunning, actually. Um, but yes, Batman dies in Final Crisis, and then that leads to our next one, <laughs> number 42. It's 42! Whatever Happened to the Caped Crusader. Um, Neil Gaiman is on these two issues, uh, Batman 686 and Detective Comics 853. Because he didn't really die. He just got, like, time warped. Right, right. But to everyone else in Gotham, it, it shows kind of the aftermath of Batman dying you see actually the villains react and the Batman family react and then you even have this touching moment where Batman sees his mo his mother Martha Wayne and she's talking to him and saying why it's important that he's Batman and it's it's very great um, Neil Gaiman of course is amazing but yes what happened to the Cape Crusader is great two issues are amazing um, and then we're on to 43 because all of these stories follow each other 43 and since Batman is dead we have we need to establish who's Batman who's the new Batman and then we have Batman Battle for the Cow and that came out in 2009 and the core issues um, were by Tony S. Daniel, um, written and illustrated, and there were a lot of crossover issues. There were a lot of one-shots that looked at different family members, but we see who's going to become Batman, who's going to become Robin, and all of these things, and the status quo is established from this. And of course, we see that Dick Grayson, for the time, becomes the new Batman, and Damian Wayne becomes the new Robin, and we see their first uh, adventure together in our next one, number 44. And 44! Yes, that is in Batman and Robin, and the story 
Glorious Batman and Robin Reborn, and it's issues one through three, and it's a Grant Morrison, Frank Quitely story. It's in 2009. And yes, we kind of see this new dynamic between Dick Grayson and Damian Wayne as they're trying to be the new dynamic duo of Gotham. And of course, the other people like uh, Jason Todd is still Red Hood and Tim Drake is Red Robin. But yes, if you want to see Dick Grayson be Batman, these are the first stories and you should definitely read them, especially if you're a Dick Grayson fan like myself. Okay, so we are on number 45 and this is all tied into the time yes, that Dick Grayson is Batman and we have Bruce Wayne trying to return to Gotham and we have it in the return of Bruce Wayne numbers one through five. Quick question. How is he jumping through time? Oh, <laughs> not not explained. I mean, it is, but it's 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 a little complicated. All right, <laughs> we're, we're, but we're yes, talk he about jumps. It later. Yes, we will. But um, yes, like Mason says, he jumps through time. He goes through all these different periods, and he and and the covers are great because they're all connected. But he's seen in the in these different types of Batman costumes and sense. But yes, he's trying to return to um to Gotham in the current time. But yes, I'm sure it's because of Dark Shot, Starch Side, and the Boom Tube and all of that. But 46. Yes. Okay. Um, Batman Earth One, which is, I think, um, a great story. Uh, it's uh, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, and it is a new take on Batman. And I really like the story because we get to see a new type of uh, Alfred Pennyworth. He is um, he's a little tougher. He's really, um, I think, uh, Jeremy Irons um, Batman and Batman vs. Superman and even Sean Pertwee in um, Gotham, they're really inspired by this Alfred, you know. He's he's really great. So Batman Earth One's a great story. Um, it has a couple volumes out, and that came out in 2012. Um, so yeah, that's great. And now we're into a few New 52, our last, uh, I think like four. <laughs> 47. Stories. Yes, 47. Um, we have uh, actually Death of the Family, which I love. It's a crossover. It's like 23 issues. Crossover story. It's a Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo um, core issues. And, of course, it is um, Joker returning to Gotham, and he is terrorizing the Batman family. So you get to see all of the Batman family. You see Harley Quinn, and it's all crossover issues. And it is a, it's a great modern Joker story. He's even creepier and deadlier than ever, I think. The art is beautiful. And yes, Death of the Family is, I think, now a modern classic. And every, it's a fan favorite. Everyone loves it. Definitely, you should read it if you can. All right. Okay. 48. Uh, 48. Um, It is within the Batman title. It's uh, Zero Year, and it is another um, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo um, story. Yes, it's within the Batman issues. It came out 2013, 2014, and we see essentially the early uh, years of Batman in this, and the art is amazing. And, yes, Zero Year is great, especially if you want to jump in the New 52. You should definitely read this. It's within the Batman um within the Batman publication. And yeah, and so our next one is um we're going into 49. Yes, we're going into the Leviathan um arc which um was in Batman Inc. and it's important because in Batman Inc uh, number 8, it is when Damian Wayne is killed and he dies and he's actually he out. He died? Yes. What? <laughs> 
Spoilers. <laughs> well, it's been like three years now. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know? Okay, I'm sorry, I Mason. thought he was still around. Is well, he back? No, is he, he back is in the new 52? Back, yes, okay. but for like a year. <laughs> he came back. Okay. He came back, as everyone does. But yes, within like a year's time in comics, he wasn't. And so they, Batman was actually on a hunt to try to bring him back. And yes, for a period of time, Damian Wayne was gone. So that's the reason why I love it. And it's, and it's Talia's fault. Oh. So yeah. Oh, man. Your we got to talk next. Yeah, okay. <laughs> next. Okay. The, I think this is the last one. And it is the last um, story arc that was for uh, the Snyder and Greg Capullo series. And that's a uh, super heavy. Uh, I mean, the actual story is called super heavy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that lasted. I mean, it started in issue 41. So Batman volume 41 to 45. But then it continued on. I think for 49 to I think the last issue they did was number 51 and if you read the Divergence series it's in there as well um, but yeah I mean it's it's a great story and essentially after Endgame Batman and Joker are seemingly gone but then they return and Bruce Wayne is trying to become Batman once more while um, I mean Commissioner Gordon in this arc done but Commissioner Gordon in this arc is Batman at the time we're gonna, we're gonna yes. let you go because it's the last one okay well Congratulations. Yeah, they did it. London, you did it. I'm, I'm astounded. You did 50 comics I don't in even know how long. 34 minutes. No way. I'm what? astounded. Good job. That's awesome. Very good. Very good. And you only went over, let's see, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven times you went over 45 seconds. So wow. you, you trounced me. Good yeah, job. I you did it. I'm very best. impressed. Cuz you know I can go on and on and on. I know. And let let's just let's just say that this is the truth. People are like, "Can London just ramble about Batman for half an hour?" Yes. Yes, he can. <laughs> Good times. I'm so, impressed. Yes. Um that I mean, and of course, this doesn't mean the uh, these are the 50 greatest stories or the, like if I missed one or something. This is just yeah, 50 stories. Out. Yes, of course. If if there's a story that you, you want to know more about any of these oh, yeah, 45 seconds. If you want to know second. more about any of these stories that are mentioned, of course, you can always email me at historybatman.gmail.com. But these stories, I think, are great Batman stories. A lot of them are iconic in many different ways, whether it's the art or the story or who's debuted in them or any of anything but these are great stories especially if you are trying to get into batman comics i know a lot of people who contact me through the instagram blog or twitter and they say i'm trying to get into batman comics i have no idea where to start i think most if not all of these stories in our uh 50 for 50 i think i'm gonna call this yeah uh, <laughs> 50 for 50 good job yes i think we're gonna call this episode i they're all great to read i think they're all essential especially it goes from the beginning all the way to right now in batman comics and i think it gives a good look at how far Batman has come. And these it's just 50. There are so many different stories. There's tons. <laughs> There's tons that we didn't even touch upon. And yes, but I thought since this is a special 
episode and I'm so happy it's still going and I think it's going strong and I want to thank everyone who listens each week and who has subscribed and gave feedback and who shares with their friends and everyone that they listen to it I really appreciate it this has been so fun doing the podcast uh, and it's just getting better and better and we're even expanding in a sense on the podcast that's right yes um, and it might start with this episode I think it's going to start with this episode celebrating the 50th episode yes we're celebrating the 50th episode I'm going to start doing vlogs for uh, History of the Batman and each episode um, it will be tied in to one of these episodes so if this will be the first one our 50 for 50 I will probably show you some of the stories that we talked about I have the comics or the trade paperbacks or things like that and I can talk to you a little bit about just some of the stories and hopefully you guys will enjoy them i'm excited to start uh youtube a little bit and yes so it's it'll be on the meltdown youtube channel and as well as yes and i have my own history of the batman youtube channel which the episodes will be uploaded to as well so you have two places you can watch them and yes i think it will start with this episode and it'll come out really short after this is released yeah, so i'm excited great. yeah i'm looking forward to it congratulations yeah. london Woo-hoo. yes let's, let's hear it for 50 and and more to come yes yes so yes if you have any questions comments uh suggestions for other episodes anything like that you just want to say hi <laughs> you can always email me at history the batman at gmail.com you can become a gothamite on instagram.com slash history the batman on twitter at twitter.com slash hist of the batman um and on facebook at facebook.com slash history the batman uh and yes you can also um on twitter if you follow anime attic you will be following mason that's right and that is also his podcast here at meltdown comics if you are an anime fan i definitely recommend you check out his episode i swear another episode's coming (laughs) i promise But yeah, so follow us on social media. And of course, if you have anything you want to say, I read all the emails. I try to get back to people as best as I can. But yes, historyofthebatman at gmail.com. Check it out. And then come into Meltdown and say History of the Batman Rocks and get 10% off. Yes. Meltdown Comics, 7522 Sunset Boulevard. Woohoo! London. Peace, love, and Batman. Woo! 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>